Welcome to episode number one of the Open RuneScape Classic Podcast. This is your host, Morwolf. What we're going to talk about today is this rather annoying troll that decided to join our Discord and uh, try to make some drama. So, originally in the game, there's this user that logged in today, they named 9mm. I guess they were real cool with their username saying, Lol, your admins came to us for help about your dupe. I am the help. So, user why do this said, honestly, I think you might be retarded. Nine was kept saying, well, where, where's the admin? I, I'm wanting attention. Come talk to me. And obviously, knowing this was going to be a troll, decided just, just to keep an eye on it. And eventually, they, they log out, and they came onto the Discord from the game, and they registered under the user MeMomai. And it goes, Look at the auction house logs and login logs. I hope this guides you well. Timing is everything. Immediately, it was apparent. This was a kid who knew nothing about what was going on. Perfectly on cue. Pupski writes, If you're gonna play the spooky guy role, you make the cryptic message, then leave. Don't sit here like a preteen girl watching a soap opera. Mimomai says, Well, shit, how much direction do you guys need? Pupski writes, None. We just have lives and don't care as much as you do. Go on now. Your mom is almost done making your pizza bagels. Maybe you don't have to wear your bib tonight. Crackhead writes, he is really thinking about what to type. He's been typing for 10 minutes. Pupski, I see that. And Crackhead goes, out with it, come on, man. Mimomai finally replies and says, laugh. What are you even talking about, though? Don't care as much as I do? How do I have any vested interest in this? And Pupski writes, he's like QAnon LARPer mixed with special lead from Cranky Acres. And Mimomai, what happens to your server has no bearing on me, just amuses me. Crackhead says, so why are you here? Pupski, no bearing? Oh, what the fuck do you think this is? Like some kind of writer from antiquity? Oh, great bull Saculus, shine thou wisdom on us. Please let us return our mortal 5xp server. It is all we have, Bolsaculus. And Mimo Mike says, well, fantastic attitude. And Pupski then says, you have no interest, yet you're still spinning your wheels, talking to the server trolls. So intelligent. K uh, Crackhead then writes, and cute. Don't forget that. Pupski, yes, and cute. Crackhead, not as cute as me, though. Points to a real pick. It's, it's a great avatar. And Mimo Mike writes, ha! You guys are the ones who are Mark Gore's bitches. Crackhead writes, who dat? And Pupski, yeah, but he pays good, so we do whatever he says. Mimomai finally comes back and says, you don't even know what to do when he says. You don't even know what to do when he says. Mm. Pupski then says, yeah, you're right. We don't even know so hard. Mimomai, literally all fucking useless. <laughs> Pupski, bro, you sound like you're getting a raging clue. Mimomai, how? You can't even figure out the AH dupe yet. It's hilarious. H I L R A I O U S. Hilarious. Crackhead says, 
do you normally talk to useless strangers on the internet with your Thursday evenings? And Mimo goes, maybe next you're gonna have to disable drop altogether? <laughs> Pupski, no matter how clear you tell this guy we are just a troll, he keeps going. It's like one of those old AIM chatbots. Crackhead, is it that? Is that a suggestion or you don't know? I thought you were Messiah to lead us. You don't sound like you're sure. And Pusky, Mimo Mai thinks he is duping when he cuts his chicken tendies into two pieces. Mimo Mai, can't figure out simple code, but salty as fuck. And Craighead, he thinks Bogos at the grocery store is a dupe. <laughs> and Pupsky, bro, that was two minutes to type a that line. Mimo Mai, hey guys, from OpenRSC here, semi-professional Kodor. Pupski, are you pecking your keyboard? And Ryan says, with his nose, yes. And Crackhead said, think something smaller. And Pupski, too bad you couldn't even figure out how to dupe brain cells. You might have two by now. And Pupski then says, face it, man. You ain't gonna impress anyone with chatting here. And Mimo Mai finally is back and says, And yet, I know how to fix the dupe. And you do not? Mlamow. <laughs> Pupski, you are like a mouse nibbling a lion's ball sack. Crackhead then writes, It didn't sound like you did. Mimo Mai finally comes and says, Professional coders here. Crackhead replies, You used the word maybe. Then Mimo Mai finally decides to say, okay, literally can't figure out a single line of code. You guys pretend coder here. Crackhead says, what's code? And Pupski, I've been trolling longer than your dad has to look for a hooker who would have let him impregnate her to conceive you. <laughs> Mimo Mai, that's crazy, man. Imagine if you spent 20 minutes learning about your server. And Pupski, maybe in another hour, you will put two and two together and realize I don't code the server, you fart sniffer. I can't be clear, you are talking with a player. And Crackhead, Mimo Mai, what's your purpose in life? And Pupski, I think his purpose is to shove his head as far up his own rear <laughs> as he can. <laughs> Mimo Mai, is the kind okay, Crackhead says, Mimo Mai is the kind of person that steps on a rake and hits himself in the head. Pupski, then, you know, it's like out of the cartoon, and Ryan comments with the image of the rake out of The Simpsons and Sideshow Bob. So at that point, we decided, all right, enough is enough. We're going to send the Pizza Bagels boy out of the Discord. Let him be. So, I don't know. At this point, it was quite a, a annoyance, but also hilarious because... Why why even bother coming here and complain? So the point was yesterday at some point in the afternoon we came across an issue where someone was logging in. Uh they created the user Dix. Actually this was two days ago, so at the twenty-fourth. The user Dix was created. They listed item ID eighty-seven in the auction house, just one of them canceled the auction. They started spamming it. They went on for about a an hour and a half. Uh, Dix picked up a steel plate legs, one, 
in the coordinates it's based in the wilderness uh then they were killed by a deadly red spider it was the where the spawn was where the deadly red star spiders were for the steel plate legs and so they they dropped 11 coins and they respawned they ended up going back to Edgeville and selling the steel plate legs for 400 gp and after that point they started selling steel plate legs with at, at a rate of 8066 every single sale iteration and they were coming out with you know roughly 806,000 gold and so what did they do well they went on the auction house and they bought everything and so they started they they stopped spam spam the auction house they kept selling more plate mail legs making uh, several million and they started going through and creating more users those users continued with a steel plate leg sale glitch and then they tried you know buying out the auction house completely overall an hour and a half of logs were ended up being you know we had everything backed up per hour going back over a year at this point as a precaution because of crap like this because some kids just can't play nice for a dead game from 22 years ago so uh you know for what little communities left why not just go ahead and try to ruin what little bits out there for you know for free that people put their own time and money and invest into as a hobby let's just go and screw with it because toxic child syndrome needing to go get mummy to make them their tendies i don't know so at this point we turned off you know we, we rolled back an hour and a half of the database so that to the prior to where the activity was going on banned the accounts that had some of the stuff but hadn't yet gone through and affected all the other players uh, went through, found that they were using VPNs to jump around, blocked entire cider ranges in the firewall, and disabled the auction house temporarily. Well, there's some evaluation of the code. Looks like we did find another glitch with uh, trades and dropping as well, so that's been figured out. They're going to build in a number of also, uh, different detections, automatic banning, and perhaps other flags that the server will start recording and then that can roll together as a way of bot detection and or exploit detection attempts uh, another thing we did was to limit the packets the server will accept and if they start flooding with the constant packets after a certain threshold it'll auto ban their account and uh, we're just going to start being a lot more aggressive with that since you know they want to go bother other servers they want to come over here and bother all right well we'll just make it that much harder to go and exploit since you know gotta ruin it for everybody huh hmm. kind of sad kind of stupid but also entertaining so you know podcast number one fine just me for now have some listeners but I think we want to go forward and do more podcasts. You know, on, on the table, we've had conversations about topics to cover. Uh, hey, you know, what about RuneScape Classic types of history? You know, why not talk about the various trivia? Uh, there's certainly a lot to go on. Uh, you know, a lot of design decisions. You know, why were certain quests written a certain way? What's with all the typos? Uh, 
why do certain things not mesh whatsoever? Uh, questions such as, if a dragon could fight another dragon, how would their dragon breath affect it? Uh, what about area of effect for dragon's breath? Uh, why didn't the dragon square shield protect against dragon fire where a anti-fire shield could? Uh, all sorts of mechanics of that nature that I think we really ought to have some of the experts on and go through and, and just talk about. So perhaps in additional episodes we can cover such topics and maybe build up, you know, talk to devs, see what they're working on that week, ideas for new features, uh, additional content development ideas, maybe uh, certain bugs in the works that really need to be escalated so that they can be worked on a little bit more fervently. Uh, certainly want to find things that are more pressing. You know, we certainly have a, a large amount of reported issues in the GitLab issue tracker for different bug reports. But yeah, there's certain things that are quest impacting or potential blockers that could cause issues with the server or even just quality of life fixes. Uh, why not? Why not talk about them? Get them going on a podcast, get some buzz around it, and maybe see if we can get some more people into the area. Uh, on the side, we've been talking about building a, a uh, MMO type engine that is a little different. Uh, it's kind of a brand new backend, yeah, maybe not even in Java for the server language. Um, you know, they've been going back and forth on options for uh, some other types of languages to use and then build it in a generic way so that it is different from all of the RSC daemon-based server, private server type uh, engines for, you know, that was all black box reverse engineered just to work with a, a deobfuscated client. Why not build a server that instead, from the ground up, is designed in a modular format with a much better way of executing plugins where you don't run into deadlocks uh, and that can support different game clients and completely different content. So this could be a open source MMO type server where uh, it can be a RuneScape server or it can be something completely new and different, which opens up a whole new area of game clients that can work with it. Uh, you know, one idea is to use the authentic 235 uh, cache, that final RuneScape Classic client, uh, a, a clean diab of that, perhaps a JavaScript edition. Uh, there was a JavaScript client built with a 204 uh, version, which generally that's what private servers use. And uh, JavaScript is a great way to get it on all sorts of platforms without having to run Java. Even iPhones can run this from the browser for the client. I haven't quite figured out how to get the keyboard to pop up to type in it you know, from an iPhone's browser, but it actually runs pretty well. And uh, why not do things of a much more expanded nature? Say, bring in a client that supports 3D with a modern game engine, such as the Unreal Engine. Uh, get this to connect to that server. This could really be a much more uh, expansive project based on the existing server and project and if that indeed pans out you know we could certainly bring in much more than this traditional RuneScape classic 
tight player base, uh, bring in people that do their own game design, want to use the engine on their own, want to build into the existing project, uh, developers from all walks, and not just that RuneScape background that only know RuneScape. So, a kind of a universal game engine that's completely open source would be kind of a neat path to take. So, I think we're going to wrap it up for now, but that is the Open RuneScape Classic Podcast number one.